Greetings, everyone. Welcome to D Green with Amy. I'm Amy. After adopting a whole food plant-based lifestyle, my hubby Rick and I lost over 130 pounds. Now I coach others on their plant-based journey. Just has voice. Let's welcome our guests. Stacy Heine is a certified holistic nutritionist and lifestyle wellness mentor. Please click like to help Be Green with Amy. Welcome, Stacy Heine. Greetings and welcome, Stacy. Hello, Amy. <laughs> I'm so excited to be on today. Be oh, yes. So excited. I, I love the combination of talking about beauty and talking about eating cookies. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, the two can go hand in hand 100%. And the beautiful thing about this is that you can actually get the glow up um, with healthy eating. And there's so many benefits to whole food plant-based eating. I know that you and I both know that. And hopefully your audience knows that. And yes, cookies can be part of making your skin look beautiful. Oh, yeah. I mean, over the centuries, people have been looking for ways to make themselves appear more beautiful. And I, I mean, there, there are lotions and creams, and some of them could be helpful. But you're going to tell us about the real secret to beauty so we can get glowing. And I'm excited about that. Yes. And I am going to talk to you also about clean beauty later as we're just having a discussion because it is part of it. And it can internally affect you, which we're going to talk about, but we're going to get into the food, which is really a missing link for so many people that are looking into, you know, helping themselves reduce their aging. And people don't realize that we can actually increase the length of our telomeres and our DNA and actually protect our skin through the food that we're eating. So today we're going to be making a raw cookie and it's so easy, Amy. I don't even know if you want me to get into it now or, or later or when you want me to make this because it's going to go so fast. <laughs> uh -huh. Okay. Well, if you want to get started now and then after that, we can start talking about beauty from the inside or we might even be talking about it during the demo. So go ahead, get started. Yeah. So, okay. We have multiple different fun whole plant ingredients today that are all special for their own reason. Uh, this flexible recipe is so easy. And I want you guys to know that you can absolutely make this low fat version, or you can make it just the way that I'm going to make it, which does have nuts in it. So in my recipe, I give options that you can uh, mix around with, play around with whatever nuts you want to use. But we all know that there are healthy fatty acids in nuts that do support skin health. So in this recipe today, we're going to be using a walnut. And I just love, I love how walnuts can blend with dates to create any base, like a pie crust or a energy ball or the base of a cookie. And that's what we're doing today. So in my recipe, I call for one cup and I'm just roughly measuring this because I, I just have over a cup left in this jar. About one cup of raw walnuts. And I always, I can't say always, 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 but most of the time, Amy, I love using raw nuts and seeds in my recipes. So when I am cooking with nuts and seeds, typically for me to 
continue with the antioxidant value, I keep them raw most of the time. So if I am cooking with uh, nuts and seeds, again, I am using them in sauces where I'm not like heating them in the oven for a really long time, or I put them in the dehydrator for cookies like these, or just eat, eat them raw, right? Because that actually maintains the antioxidant value for a longer period of time. So I have walnuts in here. And then like I said, dates. And in the recipe, I put medjool dates on there. But honestly, you can get away with using deglet dates if those are better within your budget. And if you would like to, you know, save a little bit of money. But deglet dates are not as juicy and sweet and soft as medjool. And I just love medjool. They have my heart. I love them so, so much. Um, so I'm putting them into the blender and dates are just great. They have magnesium in there and potassium and they're just packed with antioxidants. And so both of these ingredients in my food processor are skin supporting. Okay. Now I'm just going to blend them in my food processor. If you have a blender, you can use that, but I just find food processor to be super easy. This is going to make a little noise. Give me just a second to blend these together. So I'm muting Stacy's mic while she does that in case any of you are wearing earbuds or anything. And as I was showing on the screen, the recipe will be in the show notes. So don't worry about that. It'll be an easy one, but it'll be there for you. Okay. So I, I'm going to unmute you now that you are done. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. This recipe is so easy. And I just... I just kind of blended the dates and the um, the walnuts together for a second so that I can um, also then put my herbs in. So I have skin supporting herbs called ginger. I'm sure you've seen fresh ginger before and turmeric and turmeric is incredible for your skin. And so is ginger. Both are anti-inflammatory and both have skin supporting benefits. And they're so jam-packed with antioxidants. Now, turmeric specifically gives you the glow from the inside out and on the outside in. So I, I love using a vitamin C serum that has turmeric in it. It actually comes out of the bottle. It's yellow. And it just makes your skin glow. And these antioxidants are so good. And the anti-inflammatory benefits, again, take that those herbs internally. It will reduce the inflammation internally. And then come out through your skin. And as we know, really our gut health is the true mirror to our skin health. So if we have um, a, a diet that is full of white flour, refined sugar, um, high seed oils, and foods that are not packed with antioxidants like fresh fruits and veggies, and the skin supporting benefits of what we're using in our ingredients in our cookie today, then our skin will reflect that our skin will look dull, we will have more wrinkles, we might be more prone to acne. So ginger and um, turmeric are my favorite uh, two antioxidant powerhouses that I always love to cook with. Now I am just being really scrappy with this. And I have cleaned my ginger and my turmeric and I, Amy, am not even going to go through peeling it. I just like to put it in there as is. Um, because I figured there's probably benefits to the skin as well. But if it, if you want to, you guys, um, if you are keen on peeling your ginger or your turmeric, all you have to do is basically take a spoon. You can just take like 
a spoon across the edge and just kind of peel the skin right off. It's very easy. But as you can see, it's just, it's like golden orange. It's beautiful and packed with so many good phytonutrients. So I'm just going to put in, I put a knuckle size, which is like, if you want your thumb knuckle, it'll be a little bigger. Um, or, you know, your index finger will be a little smaller, but I really am used to the flavor of fresh ginger and fresh turmeric. So I'm just kind of going heavy handed on it. And you could absolutely use dried herbs in here or dried ginger and turmeric. Um, but the fresh version just makes all the difference in terms of antioxidant value and fresh flavor. So again, you can peel your turmeric and your ginger if you choose, but I am going to just leave it fresh. Yeah, now, I don't peel mine. There's there's very few things that I peel anymore that I'm learning I mean, about here, the benefits here. of it. And it makes it easier. Why not? I don't even understand how people peel carrots anymore. Like I haven't peeled carrots for so long. Um, and, you know, more power to y'all if you have um, the patience to do that. But also, I think that there's benefits in the whole plant, right? I mean, I love eating the skin of the potato. I love eating even the imperfect outside of carrots. And, you know, we might even be getting a little bit, a bit of B12 if we're eating our carrots not perfectly scrubbed, right? Like, so yeah. that's the way that I roll in our kitchen these days. And it might not look as beautiful, but it does, I think, give us extra phytonutrients. And um, now we're, we're going to put the carrots in. This is about a cup and a half or just a heaping cup. You can do two cups of carrots. And what I really love, you guys, about all of these ingredients is, again, they're going to help us, um, specifically vitamin C rich foods, fruits and vegetables, they help our body create collagen. So that actually is very skin supportive. So, and obviously we have beta carotene in here, which is just incredible for your body in general and your skin. And again, it's going to give you that, like, if you eat enough carrots, if you eat enough orange sweet potatoes, you're actually going to get the glow. You're going to start to look a little bit orange, not in a bad way, but like, you're going to actually look orange, like in, in a good way. Yeah, even the, the palms of your hands, right? <laughs> Do what? Even on the palms of your hands, you'll have, yeah, instead yeah, of being pink, they'll everything. have like a little orange. That's what my, my hands are kind of like an orange hue to them. That is hilarious. Yeah. That is so funny. So are you, do you love orange sweet potatoes or are you like, or do you like all well, of them? Well, I'm a nutritarian. I follow Dr. Furman and he says that you look for all the, the best and highest nutrients that you can get at the time. And if I choose between a white and a colored potato, the those are more nutrients in the colored ones than in the white. Not that I wouldn't eat one, but if I was choosing, that's what I would pick. I see. I see. Yeah, I'm I'm the purple girl. I I've got my Hawaiians. And oh I'm, yeah, they're good too. Them. They're so good. Um, so we have carrots and the ginger and the um, turmeric in here, and now I'm just gonna blend it again. So if you want to, yep. So I'm so I muted her, and while that food processor is going. And if you guys have any questions for Stacy, please put them in the comments and we will be asking them in a little bit and let us know if you, do you peel Green Warriors? Do you peel your turmeric or your ginger? I would like to know that. And I also, I don't peel my kiwis either. Maybe you guys don't either. So, and we were, 
And we were talking about peeling while you were doing that. I was asking people if they peel their ginger and their turmeric. <laughs> oh, I love that. Hey, hey, Hazel, stop. Sorry, guys. Um, my dog is in the background. We've got three dogs, so I'm going That's to real life, them. right? You're a real I'm life person. You're not some perfect uh, <laughs> image of somebody that doesn't have no. real life. So. No. no real life <laughs> over here. I'm really surprised my son hasn't come busting through here either. So, um, okay, so I, I left my rings off today because I use my hands a lot in the kitchen and I'm going to use my hands in this cookie as well. Now, I am going to just kind of change it up. In the recipe, I said that you can put the oats in and you can blend it a little bit. But I do, I love to try to keep, you know, even we know that like oat groats would be even more optimal than using rolled oats, right? Just for our gut health and all of the, in the blood sugar as well. But yeah. today I already made these. These have been dehydrated. And mm. I blended the oats just a little bit in the food processor for this batch. And I actually ended up using pecans as well. Um, but so these, these have been dehydrating for eight or six hours, but you can dehydrate them up to 10. Um, or again, you can roll these into balls, which I'll show you as well. But um, what I'm going to do is actually just put my oats in a hole just to show you the versatility of this because it doesn't have to be perfect. Your measurements don't even have to be perfect. Just as long as you have enough moisture to kind of pull the dough, if you will, together, you're going to be good to go. And again, I am scrappy in my kitchen and I use my hands a lot. So we're going to get in here and we are just going to blend. We're going to mush together the... Um, the oats with the carrots and the walnuts and the ginger and the turmeric. And you can have fun with this. You can also add ground cinnamon for the extra anti-inflammatory benefits. We could add nutmeg. Nutmeg. I added nutmeg this morning to this batch over here. Um, and again, the rolled oats just blended right in with the moisture of the carrots. So this is so simple. And I'll show you the dough up close. I didn't let the um, dates and the walnuts get completely like, you know, pureed. I just, um, there's little tiny bits in there so that our mouth can do the rest and break it all down. But Angela said, uh, Warning, I am heading out to Stacy's farm right now with a plate, a fork, and a knife for leftovers. I will clean up after myself at well as well. That's Angela Fischetti. Hi, Angela. Angela always tries to um, tell me that she's going to fly out and eat my food. She's so <laughs> funny. We are all foodies over here, aren't we? We just love it. Yeah, that's why. That's one of the reasons why I've been on the lifestyle since 2012 and haven't looked oh back God. because I love to eat. Yeah, I love that. I started eating plant-based um, my whole journey. I think it started in 2009. I went to go see a documentary called um, Fast Food Nation. It had Avril Lavigne in it. And it showed what they do in factory farms and then also what happens to the animals at the end. And I was like, how in the world did I not create a connection here, you know, and I did not um, realize what was going on until that time. And then 
Then I got into environmental factors and now I'm a nutritionist and um, really help people with their health and understanding, you know, not just about nutrition, but how like our, our health and wellness is holistic. It, you know, we have to look at our environmental toxins. We have to address our mindset. We have to address our environment and the people that we're hanging around with and what we bring into our home and, um, you know, connecting with earth, trying to grow our own food, all of that stuff. So that is what I teach. Um, here is the dough up close. And now we have options, guys. This can be used as a, as a pie crust. And you could put like a sweet potato puree in it. Um, and it would be absolutely delicious um, as a pie. Or you can do what I'm going to do. I'm going to use my dehydrator. I have a big commercial dehydrator. So I'm using, um, I'm reusing a piece of parchment paper that I used this morning. So um, because... How many uh, shelves do you have in your dehydrator? Um, there's 12 or 14 over there. Oh, that's very nice. It's a big one. We've been, we've been thinking about getting one, and it, there's so many available, it's hard to know. Yeah, what... you know, I think that, I mean, ours is just so big. I don't know. I think it gets like two extra inches than an Excalibur. I think the Excalibur is, you know, like the that's what everybody has. Right. Yeah. Um, and it does such a good job. We know that it does a good job. Ours is just, it's bigger than an Excalibur and it has like two inches more on each side, I think. So we could get, we can get plenty more in. And with our farm, I mean, we, we, uh, we have enough, a farm where we sell our organic produce and um, we have a lot of things that I preserve every year. So I can our tomatoes and our marinara sauce and I also, um, you know, dry and we just got a freeze dryer as well. So we have a dehydrator and we just bought a freeze dryer, which I'm very excited about. And I have you I had a chance to use the, the freeze dryer. We have just one or two times. Yeah. Uh -huh. So, um, I'm very excited. I mean, it takes a really long time, like, you know, 30, some of a, one of them was like over 24 hours to freeze dry. But, you know, once you freeze dry food, it's good for year, like 20 years, you know, yeah. um, and you can travel with it and then just like add hot water or, um, but we have some ideas of what we want to do and potentially sell some food products later on down the line. So, um, yeah. Can you hold up before you put the cookie oh, down or whatever? Can you hold it close to the camera so you can kind of see what you've got there? Totally. Yes. So I'm just taking it, this dough and just kind of smashing it in my hand and making like a cookie. You can make them as small or as little as you want, or you could simply just turn these into balls and freeze them. So this is what they look like up close. And of course we have the bits of oats in there. And then I'm just placing it onto the parchment line sheet uh, that is on my great on my little tray of for my um, dehydrator. So um, you right. can again, so you, you don't have to dehydrate these, but this is one way totally, that you can make them. Say, yeah, you could leave these raw and just eat them from the straight from the fridge. I think that they taste the best when they're cool. So you could eat them straight from the freezer or the fridge. But you know, I make these types of things all the time in batch and just have them, you know, ready to eat 
um, from the freezer because they're so easy and they're really easy to just triple the recipes um, and have fun with different flavors. You could also use things aside from carrots. This was just, carrots are just so skin supportive that I wanted to have them in here. Um, but you could use, you know, other ingredients. You could even use sweet potato. Uh, you know, people even eat sweet potatoes raw. I know that sounds a little weird, but they do. Um, all right. All my raw foodie friends, they'll make sweet potato noodles and, um, yeah, you could, you could have fun. You could even use zucchini if you wanted to in the summer. Um, you could use zucchini, but you would definitely need to keep them refrigerated or frozen to make sure that they don't go bad. Do you think that someone who didn't have a dehydrator, that maybe they might be able to bake them? Yes. Great question. I would just, again, because I like to preserve nutrients and with cooking, um, I know that these would cook just fine. But my suggestion would be just to cook at the lowest temperature that your oven has. That is being nutritionally excellent, right? Like Dr. Furman says. Um, and that's how I teach like my clients as well. And, you know, they're, they're all just trying to transition to whole food plant based. But I'm like, I teach SOS free just like you do, right? And, right. Um, and right. You know, I try to go for nutritional excellence as much as possible. So, so again, because there's quite a bit of nuts in here, I would just cook it at the lowest temperature that your oven offers and um, just try not to brat, like make them, you know, black. But I, I'm sure that it would work perfectly in the oven. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I get you have a growing boy, so you definitely have to batch cook, right? Oh, Lord. <laughs> yeah. And really, like... It just, it works so well for us. We cook our starches, you know, I'll put like sweet potatoes and potatoes in the instant pot. And at the same time, I'll have dried beans cooking on the stove. And at the same time, I'll have big spaghetti squash or kaboka squash in the oven or, you know, rice on the stove or, or grains. Um, and then I'll just chop my fresh fruits and veggies and maybe roast them at the same time. Like it just, makes life so much easier. And then if we have a few different sauces, we can throw together meals so quickly. And I just find that key to success. And I used to, you know, it's been a, such a journey for me with the transition from like vegan food. And I really never got on like the vegan junk food train. I don't, I've never had a faux vegan cheese, like um, aside from a cashew cheese, like I've never tried that type of food. Um, I have, I've had seitan one time, um, and that was when we went out for like a Valentine's day dinner and it was kind of a trendy thing, but, um, it's been a journey to this like whole food, mostly whole food, you know, aside from pasta, pasta is kind of my weakness and it's okay. Um, <laughs> the whole, more whole food plant-based lifestyle without added salt, sugar, and oil. Mm -hmm. And, um, it's just been, you know. I really want people to go for as good as it can be right out of the gate because it took me a decade to figure it out well over a decade to figure it out. And I was on the pleasure trap, you know, that Dr. Goldhammer and Dr. Lyle talk about all the time. And Dr. Frank Sabatino, like I was stuck in the processed food pleasure trap for a really long time um, and didn't realize it. And I would beat myself up and um, feel bad about, you know, 
not being able to stop with like the bread from the grocery store. I understand now why I couldn't stop. It had all the salt in there and it was just like full of delicious refined flour. And I couldn't, you know, I couldn't stop. So, and I get it. Oh yeah. And it had oil added to it too. Cause most of the time I would buy like, I don't know, just the not so good things. So um, anyways, I, I try to help people get on the whole food play, uh, train as fast as possible. This, this is the carrot cake cookies. Again, you can make these into balls and freeze them. You can um, freeze these cookies without even having to cook them at all. You can put them in the oven. I suggest putting them on the lowest temperature. Uh, start out at like a half hour and then check to see after that um, how well they're done. And then, or you can put them in the dehydrator. And I suggest dehydrating things at 115 degrees or lower. And that will preserve the most of the nutrients. And we just have really great different forms of uh, fiber in this cookie because of the mucilaginous, if we, if you will, um, oats that just really help to kind of pull things through the digestive tract. And of course we have, again, the anti-inflammatory herbs from the ginger and the turmeric, and it's just delicious. And it's not overly sweet, now, yes, we use the dates. Those are super, super sweet. We know that. But again, you guys could try to use bananas in place of the dates. There's This is just something to kind of play around with and to show you that if you can have a sweet and maybe some like herbs like ginger and turmeric to kind of combine and then an oat um, or a grain like a rolled quinoa you could use in place of the rolled oats, um, you can have delicious and nutritious snacks at any time. And I love that you didn't skimp on the size, right? That's a cool Oh, yeah, no, these are hard. These are And so, like, my, my son was rolling the or pressing these today. You know, th this is, like, this is, I don't know, a little bigger than an Oreo. Um, but I may, as you can tell which ones mine are, mine are big. Because I like, I like cookies, you know? Um, my, when my husband makes cookies, he makes them the size that you make. And if we have guests come over, the women say to their husbands, would you like to split this with me? Oh, <laughs> and they say, so you can fun. eat the whole thing. It's all right. You know, yeah. and it, it's, I don't it, like to split things, you know, no. I, like, I, like, I like the abundance lifestyle of this way of eating. It makes me very happy. And I like to volume eat, if you will. That's just the way that I roll. Um, but uh, you could also take these and you could put nice cream on the inside and make an ice cream sandwich. How good would that be, right? So just frozen bananas blended up, kind of piped in here, and then put the other one on and pop it in the freezer for an hour and let it set. And you would have an amazing ice cream cookie. Oh, I like that. I have not yeah, yet right? tried that. That is a yeah. great idea. We, we're making ice cream a lot in this house. So oh that is a wonderful you, idea. Yeah. Amy, we buy bananas by the case. Yeah. I mean, it just makes sense. You know, if you have the freezer space, just buy it by the case. And then you'll have fresh ones to eat. And then you can let the other ones ripen and freeze them. And um, they're so cheap and affordable and nutritious. And they're just amazing. So, yeah. My puppy likes them too. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Same <laughs> here. They, our dogs love all the things that we eat. Yeah, but, you find um, that when you're chopping on the cutting board that they come 
like a oh, Pavlovian thing. Yeah. <laughs> and we have to keep the puppy out because she might try to start a little bit of a fight if we, uh, <laughs> yeah, she's tries to get up in everybody's face. So, um, but you know, Amy, as we're sitting here talking about this food, this lifestyle, I want to just address that having it because we're, we're talking about getting the glow up. We're talking about skin. There are other ways to support having beauty from the inside out. I want to make sure that we address sleep. Because okay. Sleep well, you know what? If you're going to bring that up, then why don't we start our game of... It's time for True or False on Be Green with Amy Live. Answer true or false to Amy's questions in the comments below. And Amy will ask our guest for the expert answer. Okay. Since uh-huh. you were going to start talking about things, I figured why not uh, do our uh, game of true or false? Love and it. did you want to talk about... Uh, were you going to bring up sleep? Was that what you wanted to talk about? Well, yeah, I just wanted to, uh-huh. maybe we could ask. So I, am I supposed to ask the true and false question? No, I asked them, but oh. you, you, yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't know uh, if we have one about sleep, but you can talk about sleep and then we'll see what else you got to talk about. Well, I guess I, I could just say true or false, guys. Okay. <laughs> does, sleep, does sleep support beauty or does it not? True or mm. false? Okay. Well, you guys can put in the answer, true or false, to sleep, support beauty. And Stacy's going to answer that question. Yes. Sleep does support beauty. And sleeping is when your body repairs itself. And it can help collagen synthesis when you're sleeping as well. So you want to make sure that you are getting your beauty sleep. There's a reason why it has that name. Promise you if you get there that six to eight hours or seven to nine, that's debatable. Um, just go for eight. That's a good time. That's a good amount. Um, you will actually have less wrinkles. There's been studies showing that people that got less than six hours of sleep have more wrinkles. That's a big deal. I know. That is a really big deal. And and like Kylie Kai said, sleep supports everything. So You know, and some of us like to be heroes and and say, oh, I can stay up later. But I think that that of all those things that it affects, some some people would would draw the line if they knew (laughs) that it would help prevent the wrinkles. So maybe they would get some more sleep. That's that's something that we we don't think about often. There are so many health benefits of sleeping and who would know about collagen? I know. I know. Yeah, it's great. Okay, so what else did you want to talk about beauty from the inside? Oh, okay. Um, I didn't know if I was waiting for a true or false. Sorry. Well, I, I can put it up. I didn't know if I was going to keep you from going in the right order or whatever. Do you just oh, want me to okay. bring one up and then you can talk about it? Um. Okay. How about um, exfoliation? Does exfoliation help your beauty? Hmm. Okay, now before we give the answer, everybody type in your answer, true or false. Exfoliation, just talk a little bit about what that is in case people aren't familiar with it. Sure. So let's just make sure we address the face and the body. Mm-hmm. Exfoliation means that you are stimulating blood flow via rubbing or kind of scratching the surface of your skin. That is what exfoliation is. So true or false, exfoliation helps your skin look more beautiful. 
Okay, they're going to type in their answer. And what do you say about that, Stacy? It's true. So when you exfoliate your skin, whether or not it's through a facial moisturizer or a facial, you know, um, exfoliator, which I have a favorite one. I use a bamboo buff one from Beauty Counter. It is my clean beauty brand that I've been working alongside for the last seven years. But I exfoliate my skin with a bamboo particle exfoliator. And I also use a dry brush on my arms and my legs to stimulate blood flow. When you stimulate blood flow right underneath that dermal layer, you actually produce more collagen. So it helps your body create less wrinkles when you stimulate that blood flow through exfoliation. So I like to, again, dry brush. It's like a, um, like a little handle with a, a sisal brush. It just stimulates the blood flow and you just kind of rub around your arms and your legs. Um, and again, using your hands even, or a good physical exfoliation face wash will help you create less wrinkles. Wow. I didn't know. I knew I had heard about dry brushing the body, but I didn't know if it was okay to exfoliate your face. So that, so that's something that, that should be done, huh? Yeah, do, I, I definitely don't think that people should be exfoliating every single day unless they have acne prone skin or, um, and they're doing that in a very, very gentle way where they need to declog those pores, like in a really kind of more extreme way. I suggest for most people, again, unless they're super acne prone or unless they have like very bad eczema and psoriasis situations like that, just for people that want to have more glowing skin, I would for sure exfoliate at least once per week. Um, sometimes two is fine. If you over exfoliate your skin, especially on your face, you could start to produce more oil and some people might not want that, but, um, it absolutely helps if you get that dead layer of skin off to make sure that you glow from the inside out. Um, and again, to help stimulate blood flow. Anytime we can stimulate blood flow, it's good, right? So whether mm. that's aerobic exercise or that's through exfoliating your skin. Yeah, Angela said, I love dry brushing my skin. And Kylie said, dry brushing is so wonderful. So we already have people that are familiar with it and on board. And that's a yeah. good thing to know. Yeah, okay. it's great. Wow. Okay, well, I have one, and you can talk about this one. True or false, you should drink eight cups of water per day to get a vivacious, bright-looking complexion. Boy, there's so many different sources of information about this water. Let's just clear the air and, and find out. First of all, everybody, put in your answer, true or false. And Stacy, what is it with water? Is this true? Uh, I love that you said that there's so many pieces of information out there because that is the truth. And some people will say, you got to get your eight cups of water. And um, I actually have like a, a little video course um, called Get the Glow Up that all of my beauty counter clients get. And I address this briefly in there because hydration is key for having good skin health. So we know that. But do you need eight cups? I don't know. The verdict is still out, Amy, because mm -hmm. everybody has different size bodies and everybody sweats more and everybody has a different diet. So if you're eating the standard American diet, 
of dehydrating foods like crackers and, you know, cheese that has a lot of sodium in there or um, just foods that are refined that will dehydrate you cellularly, then yeah, you should get more water. You, you could aim for eight cups of water, right? Um, but I don't have a hard and fast rule on how much you weigh versus how much water you need to get. You need to, you need to drink or eat your water. Okay. So you need to get a lot of fruits and veggies in that are hydrating for your body from the inside out. And what you want to actually look for is for your urine to be the color either clear or straw colored. And that is actually a really good way to know if you're properly hydrated or not. So look at your pee. <laughs> that's my answer. Um, sorry. Um, if that, I mean, that's the truth though. That is the, you know, that's going to show you if you're properly hydrated or not. I love that answer. Very good. Because I think some people are drowning because they're taking these gigantic oh mugs around with them and they're, and they're just forcing it down. And that can't be right. You, you shouldn't have to force you it down. You could potentially throw your electrolytes off. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, speaking about hydrating the skin, how about this green warriors? True or false, caffeine is a diuretic and can dehydrate your skin. Ooh. Type in true or false. Stacy. what do you have to say about that? I agree. It is a diuretic. And theoretically, if you're not properly hydrating, in addition to your caffeine consumption, you could dehydrate the skin um, and just dehydrate your body from the inside out. So I personally don't drink caffeine, but I know that there are studies out there showing that there are benefits to consuming caffeine. So that is something that you're going to want to decide for your health um, and your adrenal system and your hormones and your anxiety levels. So if you're having anxiety or feeling adrenal burnout, over fatigue or dehydrated, then caffeine might be something that you want to avoid. Um, so, and yes, true, it can dehydrate you. So um, it makes you pee and, um, and makes you even defecate. Uh, caffeine stimulates your digestive system. So if you're feeling any of those things, I would suggest you're in clear from caffeine. And if you really want to support your skin, potentially reduce it or avoid it as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad that you talked about that because, you know, we just need to know all these things to get beauty from the inside. And when you spoke about sleep, I mean, caffeine has a half-life and it can stay in your system for six, eight hours sometimes. So people might have an afternoon cup of something with caffeine or even something with chocolate and then wonder why they can't sleep at night. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of chocolate, um this morning I made myself a hot chocolate and it had a teaspoon of cocoa powder in there, or sometimes I'll use raw cacao powder and a few dates blended up with hot water. And that is my, like, you know, that's my caffeine. It is a little bit of caffeine in there. Um, but also there's a lot of really ben good benefits to the cacao plant. Um, but I also love drinking water processed decaffeinated Sencha tea. So that is what I love. Again, we know that there's so many benefits. There are benefits to coffee. We can be real. We can be transparent about that. There are benefits to green tea, but if you can get the decaffeinated version, it might be a better option. 
Mm, yeah, that's so interesting to, to know about that. Yes, absolutely. Okay, let's see. Well, we were talking about eating, so let's talk about this. True or false, your skin health is a direct mirror of your gut health. Mm. True or false, Green Warriors? Okay, Stacy, what's the answer? It is. And while it isn't 100%, I mean, we know that over 70% of our immune system resides in our gut, right? But also, if our gut is leaky, or if we're having bad digestion, if we are not excreting on a normal basis, and we're holding in our food in our bowels, um, and building up toxins, it can absolutely reflect through your skin. So I know so many people and I've had clients whose skin clears up after they start eating a whole food diet because they have more fiber and more fiber means that you can easily, you can more easily assimilate and pull out the toxins that you're being exposed to on a daily basis, whether it's through your food or whether it's through the products or your air or your water. And we need to be able to do that to sweep all of that out. And it will manifest, skin conditions will manifest through your face or your body if your gut is disrupted. And I am very much somebody that can stand to that testament. I could be a testimonial for that uh, because I used to suffer terribly from eczema and acne. Um, I would have acne on my chest and eczema just all over my arms. And it wasn't until I ditched dairy that things completely changed for me. So even those people out there, although I'm not a doctor, but if you're suffering from skin conditions, even aside from acne, look at what you're eating because it can make the biggest difference. Yeah, that's just so interesting how, I mean, the, the skin, of course, is the largest organ in your body and it does mirror a lot of things that are going on. And we've only just recently, you know, in the past decade or so, really under, began to understand what's going on in the gut. So a lot of these things people say, well, why, why don't I hear that from my doctor? Well, if your doctor's not up on all the latest things, they may not even know about it. There's just a lot of things going on that, that we need to learn about. For sure. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about, all right, we talked about pillars of health with sleep. So true or false... Green Warriors, type in your answer. Daily movement helps to get your skin to glow. Daily, okay, you're being physically active. Does this have a, an effect on your skin glowing? Okay, type in your answers and Stacy. Yeah, it does. Daily movement absolutely helps your skin to glow. So it goes back to the circulatory system, like we were talking about earlier with exfoliation. We want to get the blood flowing through to the skin. So if we are stagnant, we, again, we're not excreting toxins, which can potentially add to dullness. We are not um, moving the lymph. And that is something very, that's very important to getting the glow up. So um, in my little mini video course called Get the Glow Up, I show how to do gua sha, um, and, you know, kind of facial exercises, if you will, but moving, moving, getting your blood flowing, getting your heart pumping, putting all of the blood to all of the, all of the extremities and getting it all the way through your body 
is going to absolutely help, again, move the toxins out, move the circulatory system and help you to produce, produce collagen naturally. So getting your body to move is key if you want to continue having youthful looking skin as you age. I'm really glad that you talked about it. I mean, I make a point of every day I'm I'm doing some form of exercise. Plus, I'm just physically active anyway. But but did purposely doing certain classes and so forth. And we've had Angela Fischetti on. She comes on almost every month now, and she does classes for us that go from beginners to advanced. So there's even she does classes that you could sit in a chair and exercise. So yeah. you said daily movement. You didn't say running a marathon, right? So you just need to move, right? These activities of daily move, moving. And another thing to just help you all know, like after every meal, try to move around for about 10 minutes. It doesn't have to be a walk around the neighborhood. I know that that's not accessible for everybody. Maybe it's cold out. Maybe it's 30 degrees like it is here in Indiana and you don't want to go outside. I get that. Um, but move your body around, sweep the floor, um, you know, play with a dog, do something to move your body to make sure that your blood sugar doesn't elevate too high. Um, and just to make sure that things continue moving through your body. Again, when you're moving the digestive system properly, uh, functions or at least functions better. And, um, it's key to healthy living. Yeah. I mean, after I exercise, sometimes I'll even see my face look a little pink, you know, or flush. Yeah, and, and, I, and I'm and i saying, wow, this it's really happening. This this blood is moving around. And, and, and I think about people sometimes are worried about perspiring when they're exercising, but isn't that a wonderful way to flush things out of the body? 100%. Yeah. And I mean, it's so funny because I have a, I have a sauna on the way, like, because and I'm going to purposefully sweat. Like a lot of people don't like to sweat. I totally get it. But when you do that, that's one of the major ways that you actually detoxify your body. And if you want your skin to look good, um, you've got to detox on a regular basis. And if you're not, you know, if you're not sweating on a normal basis, you should try to work up a little bit of a sweat on a daily basis. Um, but again, any movement is better than none. So um, we can't get stuck in the perfection trap there. But um, detoxification is absolutely key. And you, you can do that through a whole food plant-based lifestyle every day, naturally. Wow. That's, these are such great tips and, and such motivating things too because of the things that sometimes we may not be taking care of in our life with the other pillars of our health. But when we know that this, we can see a direct uh, ab absolutely something positive happening, then that can be really motivating to do this. Okay. So here's something that's interesting and let's see what the answer to this is. Green Warriors, what do you think? Mindfulness practices like meditation can increase good bacteria in the gut and reduce stress. Hmm. Okay. What do you say, Stacy? Yes. It can. So this kind of goes back to, well, as we talked about earlier, how gut health is a mirror to skin health. And when we are more mindful, we are going to be less anxious and less stressed. The more stressed and anxious we are, the more potential bad bacteria can grow in our gut. If we are mindful, if we practice breath work, if we sit in journal 
uh, talk, you know, practice gratitude. If we practice mindfulness and mind body connection, there are actually studies showing that you have more youthful looking skin. You also have a healthier gut microbiome and we want to grow the healthy gut bugs. We have so many millions of gut bacteria and it's really easy for there to become a dysbiotic relationship going on in the in the gut. So if the bad bacteria start to take over, which I also will be very transparent, I'm actually going through my own gut journey right now. And um, potentially I was exposed to maybe E. coli, we don't know. But um, it's not, it's not easy to go through gut issues. I totally understand it. So if you are trying to heal your gut, which again, is going to help your skin, take some time to get mindful go outside and walk around. That's in my course as well. Just earth connection, going outside, walking, grounding, but also just sitting and being quiet and letting yourself reduce your stress. It's absolutely going to help your gut. And if your gut is good, then your skin will look better as well. So it's all connected. Well, that is such great information. And some of us are really trying hard with this lifestyle. We're really trying to to stay away from the things, the processed foods. And some of us are even SOS free, sugar oil, salt free. And you could you could be doing all these things and saying, why am I not feeling optimal? And it's because of these other pillars that we're talking and it can show in the skin. So that's yeah, that's yeah. so so such good information and so good to know. Thank you for that. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you. Um, before we move on, or if you have another question. Um, speaking of like how you said people are trying to just reduce these processed foods. Yeah. I get that 100%. And it's hard to because it's everywhere. And it's just seems like common day practice to eat these foods, right? It's also important for people to know that if they're having struggle, if they're struggling, losing weight, um, that it could be an environmental toxin problem. So I want everybody to know that what they put on their skin is also very important in regards to our gut health and to our hormonal health because there are environmental toxins in our personal care products specifically and in our water. Um, so all of these things we need to be thinking about to reduce our toxins, not just through the processed foods, but also again, what we're putting on our skin and even our water. Um, but because when we put, if you go to the grocery store or if you go to even the, um, the Chanel counter or the department store and all the fancy like makeup and personal care and all that stuff, there are actually hormone disrupting chemicals in those products. There are very, very small amounts of testing going on in regards to our personal care. Only 10% of our beauty products have been tested for safety for human health. And there are a lot of hormonal issue uh, chemicals in there and even obesogenic chemicals that are blocking people's uh, ability to lose weight. So it all goes full circle, but food, of course, is one of the biggest things here, right? But we have to also address toxins in our environment. Yeah, it is a shame because I think that we have this mentality that if we go into the store and it's for sale, then it must be okay for us, you know, like right. cigarettes. <gasps> exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. Maybe, maybe if it's for sale, it may not 
necessarily be good for us. Right. And it's, it's really bad because there's a lot of greenwashing happening out there. And I think it was Dr. Furman that said neutral washing. 